0: Hello, this is Jeff Windsor, and this is Lucky Words, a podcast where we talk about culture, art, and a good deal of poetry, ideally all while we're outdoors doing something cool. Welcome back. It's season two of Lucky Words. Did you miss me? Ah, of course not. It's a podcast. You don't have to listen at the same time that I record them, although it's fun if you do. Last season, last year, we had a couple hundred people listening and most of you are still subscribed and I am grateful for that. It is pleasing that there are a couple hundred people who are listening to my podcast. We're gonna begin this season with a sonnet by William Shakespeare. Over the course of the next couple of weeks, I'll do a few sonnets by Shakespeare, and then we'll talk about the narrative that kind of sews them together. Today, we're gonna do just the poem itself. I'm not gonna contextualize it too much, except for to say that this is sonnet number three. And the first dozen or so sonnets from Shakespeare's book we call the procreation sonnets for obvious reason, as you'll see after I read it and describe it. Look in that glass and tell the face thou viewest. Now is the time that face should form Another. Whose fresh repair, if now thou not renewest, doth beguile the world, unbless some mother. For where is she so fair, whose uneared womb disdains the tillage of thy husbandry? Or who is he so fond of the tomb, of his self-love, to stop posterity? Thou art thy mother's glass, and she in thee calls back the lovely April of her prime, So thou, through windows of thine age, shalt see, despite of wrinkles, this thy golden time. But if thou live remembered not to be, die single, and thine image dies with thee. Now we will talk more later about the handsome young man that Shakespeare is writing to here. But do know that this is the speaker who we will just call Shakespeare for now, speaking to the handsome young man. And in all of these procreation sonnets, these first few sonnets in the book, are all telling the handsome young man that now is the time for him to find a woman and to have babies. Hence, procreation in the procreation sonnets. The having of children is the object of these, which is frankly very unusual for early modern sonnets. Look how this works. Look in thy glass, that is, look in the mirror, and tell the face thou viewest, look in the mirror, tell yourself, now is the time that face should form another. So look in the mirror and say, guess what, right now you should be out there having children, whose fresh repair, if now thou not renewest, doth beguile the world, unbless some mother. If you don't do it now, you're cheating everybody in the world and this interesting word, unbless some mother. Somewhere out there is a woman who, because you are not getting her pregnant, she is missing a blessing. She is unblessed. Then he shifts tactics a little bit. For where is she so fair whose uneared womb disdains the tillage of thy husbandry? He's saying, no woman is so good-looking that she is not going to jump at the opportunity to be impregnated by you. Now, he does use the tillage imagery here, which is frankly a little bit creepy and sexist, referring to a woman just as a field to be plowed and planted. He continues, or who is he so fond will be the tomb of his self-love to stop posterity, He's saying, are you so in love with yourself that you're going to die without passing this beauty on? Now, the first line, he says, look in the glass, look in the mirror. And here, here on line nine, he says, thou art thy mother's glass. So first look in the mirror and look at yourself. And now he says, you are the spitting image of your mother and she in thee calls back the lovely April of her prime. Not only are you the spitten image of your mother, you are the spitten image of your mother when she was at her best, when she was the hottest. That is what you look like. So thou through windows of thine age shalt see, despite of wrinkles this thy golden time. So you, handsome young man, are right now the spitten image of your mother when she was dang hot. And when you have a child of your own, you will be able to look at the child and see yourself when you are at your hottest, even though at the time you're looking, you will be an old man. And then a warning at the end, this couplet. But if thou live remember it not to be, die single and thy image dies with thee. So what's weird about this couplet though, is that it kind of inverts the expected order of things. If you don't want to be remembered, then die single, and you won't have any posterity by which the world and you can remember this your perfect time. The object is not to fall in love. The object is to have children. The object is to propagate your amazing genes, is what he's saying. One of the weird things about this poem is, what guys talk to each other like this? Would women talk to each other like this? This is a weird conversation. And the sonnet, which is traditionally a love poem, this isn't a poem about love. In this, the woman is purely objectified, not as a sex object, but as the vehicle for human reproduction, and that is all. There's no sex in this poem. There is just pregnancy and where it's spoken not to a woman, but to a man, that where basically what Shakespeare is saying, hey, handsome young man, you're really handsome, find a hot woman, knock her up, and have babies, because you owe it to the world, because you are just so, so handsome. It's a weird poem, and frankly, they get a little weirder as we will go on. That said, as a poem, it's fascinating the way all the pieces fit together. And it actually sounds really good. Just from poetry as music, the sound of the words, it really is just lovely. One more time, here is Shakespeare's sonnet number three. Look in thy glass and tell the face thou viewest, now is the time that face should form another, whose fresh repair, if now thou not renewest, thou dost beguile the world, unbless some mother. For where is she so fair, whose uneared womb disdains the tillage of thy husbandry? Or who is he so fond will be the tomb of his self-love to stop posterity? Thou art thy mother's glass, and she in thee calls back the lovely April of her prime. So thou, through windows of thine age, shalt see, despite of wrinkles, this thy golden time. But if thou live, remember it not to be, die single, and thy image dies with thee. Words is a one-man show. It's just me. Typically recorded somewhere here near my home in Utah, sometimes traveling out and about. Always recorded outdoors and typically in a single take. If you'd like to read the text of today's poem or any of the other poems or anything else, some quotes about art or the outdoors, If you'd like to read some essays that I've written, it's all available at jeffreywindsor.net.